Hello guys and welcome back to the When I Grow Up podcast. My name is Mia and I am your host. Today is going to be a solo episode. I know on Mondays I usually put out the guest episodes for the week, but I unfortunately tested positive for COVID. So as you can hear in my voice, I'm a little congested and I'm just going to do this one by myself. I wanted Sammy to come on, but he's a little shy and you know so i'm doing a solo episode and now on the topic of covid i kind of decided on doing this episode on health anxiety as inspired by me being stuck inside and a lot of uncertainty right now so i've suffered with health anxiety probably since 2016 I would say it started like kind of when I was in PT school before that I never really was super worried war or like anything like that um and I will say it has gotten a lot better recently um there was a point in time where I would be calling my dad constantly like every single day with something new that I thought was wrong with me so a little bit of a background my dad and his sister my aunt are both family physicians so of course I was I will call them constantly for reassurance and it's just not fun so let me give you a little bit of a background if you are unfamiliar health anxiety also known as hypochondria is defined as an obsessive and irrational worry about having a serious medical condition So it is marked by a person's imagination of physical symptoms of illness. Um, It's often when a person misinterprets minor or normal body sensations as serious disease symptoms despite reassurance by medical professionals that they don't have an illness. So that's according to Healthline. Um, I just kind of googled the definition and we... Those of us who go through this, most times we know it's irrational and we know that nothing's wrong deep down, but then you have this little voice in your head that's kind of like, but what if this is wrong? But what if that is wrong? And you think worst possible scenario all the time. Um, If you resonate with this, you know that you're always Googling, you are always online, even though you know that a million different things can have the same symptoms but you can convince yourself that you have the worst possible thing wrong with you when you just have a headache and it's scary and it's debilitating and it takes away from every other thing you're trying to do and it's hard so I'm going to go into it a little bit more and basically want to talk about um It says here, what's the difference between concern for your health and health anxiety? So if your body is sending you like signals, signs that something's wrong, it's normal to be concerned. But if this is constant, um, that's when you typically would be classified as having this health anxiety. And you just become so engulfed in it and it, it doesn't matter like it's more important than anything else that's happening so you're always wanting reassurance from a healthcare professional and 
you know, sometimes that helps, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes them telling you that nothing is wrong makes it even worse. So I just wanted to kind of give you a little better understanding of what causes people to develop this kind of anxiety um, according to Healthline. Again, I'm on this same website. So there's no like 100% definite cause, but some things that they think may cause it are you have family members or someone close to you who worries excessively about their health so this is funny and I'm not blaming her at all but my grandma my dad's mom she always is calling him with like thinking something's wrong so we always joke and say that her and I are going to write a book what's wrong with me today and yeah so (laughs) that's one thing that they think can cause it another thing is you had past experiences dealing with real serious illness Um, as an adult physical sensations you experience are frightening so that makes sense Um, if someone did deal with something serious and now they're better they might be really worried Um, or you just have a poor understanding of body sensations diseases or both Um, so yeah another another thing is Another thing worth noting is that health anxiety often occurs in your early or middle adulthood. It can get worse with age or it can get better. It depends. Um, So some more risk factors here include a stressful event or situation. And I believe that this is when mine was brought on. Like PT school was very stressful and scary and different to me. And that's when mine all of a sudden came about. Um, the possibility of a serious illness that turns out to not be serious, being abused as a child, having had a serious childhood illness or parent with serious illness, having a worrying personality or excessively checking your health on the internet. So that's just a little bit of a background, like I said, but uh, yeah, so I'm going to go into my experience. Now, I was never formally diagnosed with this, but you don't really have to be Um, you could kind of just tell if you think it's something that you struggle with. Um, so basically I could have a headache and I will Google random headache, you know, on XYZ part of my head and it's going to come up with the craziest things. You can literally convince yourself that you have, are having a stroke, a brain tumor, and you know in the back of your mind, like, why would that be happening? But if you get down this rabbit hole, it's so easy to just go nuts. And now that's a really extreme example, but like right now with COVID. So I didn't really feel sick. At first I tested negative, then I ended up testing positive, but I exercised the other day and I didn't know that if I was having mild symptoms that I shouldn't have done anything anyways. It was only 20 minutes, but I freaked myself out, went down the rabbit hole, reading about athletes that got myocarditis after exercising with COVID and, you know, XYZ. So it's just not good for your mental health to go and Google and read and read and read because half the time, are these even reputable sources? You don't know. So I end up calling my dad And, you know, he talks me down and tells me, Mia, I'm a doctor. It's okay. Just rest now. Like, you're going to be okay. So 
that reassurance did help me but of course I'm still googling 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 and you just you think the worst possible scenario all the time and I did actually notice that when this was really bad probably about a year ago it was just preventing me from doing anything I was trying to study for my physical therapy boards and I was just so distracted like I would always be thinking of like this is wrong with me that's wrong with me that's way more important than than studying right now because what if I die like blah 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 and that sounds so insane but like I would get fixated on something and then that was my whole day and then I couldn't concentrate and you know it's almost a way to like occupy your brain and take you away from the things that you should be doing the things that are going to be bettering you and you just go into a downward spiral and so I started to recognize this and I was like all right I need to go to therapy so I did see a therapist a few times and she really helped me you know like give me some strategies on what to do if I do get in one to the get into one of these spirals of googling and thinking and freaking out and just ruminating on what is wrong with me now um and one of those things would be just finding things that relax me so I start googling I start freaking out no what's that going to do? Worrying is not going to change anything. And I had to keep telling myself this. Worrying doesn't change the outcome. It only changes the present. It just ruins this present moment and makes everything worse. So worrying is not going to change the outcome. You have to always tell yourself that. It's not going to change the outcome. It's not going to change the outcome. Another thing is I knew that going on walks would relax me. So I would try to go on walks if I felt my brain just wandering. I would put a podcast on, distract me, try to learn about something else. I would also just mindlessly scroll social media because that just distracted me to the extreme. And sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you just need to be distracted. And, you know, uh, a lot of people that have this health anxiety, you just need to keep busy. Because if you have too much time alone to think with your brain about anything and everything, it's going to wander and you're going to just go down those rabbit holes. And I'm not saying this is everyone, but common and, you know, you just got to keep busy. So those were a couple of the things that I learned and have tried to implement. Um, And, you know, it has helped. And now when I found out that I tested positive for COVID, which I really wasn't surprised because... Sammy got COVID and I live with him so it was like I was just like what am I gonna do like it's if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen so I ended up testing positive and I didn't even I don't I don't know I just and I freaked out I had two panic attacks I was like oh my god what's gonna happen like we don't know the long-term effects this that the other I was supposed to be getting the vaccine on a Thursday and I tested positive on Tuesday I was so angry I was so mad but I was like you know what? You can't do anything. You can't do anything about it. Think about how many people have had this. You just have to ride it out and you just have to try to stay positive. Freaking out about it isn't going to make it any better. Anxiety is only going to make the symptoms worse because I noticed that every time I would get anxious, my heart rate would go up. I would just, I was making it way worse. I felt more like blah and just tired and disgusting on the days that I was most anxious. And now I still am in quarantine right now. I have four more days. Um, until I can go anywhere but regardless it's scary it definitely is even if you don't have health anxiety I'm sure if you had COVID it's scary but I mean honestly I just like I wish WebMD and all those stupid sites would be taken down because it doesn't replace going to your doctor you can look up any 
any disease and like half the symptoms are going to be similar not any disease but you know what I mean like you need to go to your doctor you need to see someone in person you need to trust them you need to know that they are not just going to write you off if something is actually wrong so I need to tell myself this time and time again and I still do need that reassurance sometimes but I mean it is getting better I'm working on it but just know that if you experience this you're definitely not alone and if you ever wanted to chat about it you can always dm me because I find it interesting number one and I also just find it therapeutic sometimes to put it out there to other people and sometimes it helps when you just talk about you know whatever you may think is wrong with you because sometimes just saying it out loud you could be like oh wow I do sound crazy like nothing's wrong I'm okay so at the end of the day you got to find out what works for you what's going to lessen your fixation on the crazy thoughts inside your head and what works for one person isn't going to work for another person but I will say having a good support system does help and having people that are willing to be honest with you I mean my parents and my fiance at this point they'll just be like Mia we're not going to listen because you know you're fine and you almost need like not like a slap in the face like yeah sometimes you do just need to vent and be heard but also like you don't want people that are just going to give in and listen and listen and let you go down this spiral all the time because that's only going to make it worse you need to be able to let people tell you to stop I mean if you can get to that point at least you can have some way of hopefully starting to recognize for yourself that it's not benefiting you Um, I've tried to read some books and do some research on you know why we think this way and it's interesting and it's just sometimes how our brains are wired and I definitely I wouldn't say I have like super OCD but I have OCD tendencies where when I get a thought in my head I will ruminate and ruminate and ruminate and I'm trying to get away from that it's definitely hard but you know like I said it's just really helpful to try to shift your focus elsewhere and keep yourself really busy so that you don't have the time the energy to put towards those intrusive thoughts and it's so crazy but this was one thing that the therapist told me that I think was really helpful so I I'm a planner and I literally live my day by my planner and she told me you know how long will you spend going down google going crazy about whatever is wrong and I said I can literally spend hours and she's like well you know what I want you to do she's like now you're gonna give yourself you're gonna schedule out give yourself 10 minutes to worry here and there throughout the day and then when that 10 minutes is up you're done you have to go do something else and it sounds silly and it's like why would I schedule that into my day but if you put it like that then it's like okay give yourself that 10 minute pity party and then you're done and then you can't even go back to it you have whatever else you have to do and that's it and it does help and it really does um try that I highly encourage you to try that and see if it helps you 
So this was a little bit drawn out, but if you have health anxiety, you probably related, unfortunately. And if you don't have it, don't, don't Google, don't even get yourself started on that path because it sucks. I mean, there's no reason to worry. And I know I can say this out loud, but still, of course, I worry about stupidity. Like, there's no reason to worry. You can't do anything about it. So, and Sammy is the complete opposite for me. So, I mean, I think that really helps. Because he's just like, what's going to happen is going to happen. You could either just be positive and hope for the best. Or you can worry and then half the time it doesn't even happen. So, that's what you need to just try to tell yourself. I mean, it is what it is. And everything happens how it's going to happen. So, let it ride out. And you know what? You'll be a million times happier for it. And you'll be less stressed. And you won't be wasting all your days just ruminating on things that half the time didn't even need to be worried about. So I'm going to try to take my own advice and ride out the rest of this quarantine. Pray and hope that uh, it's only up from here. And you know, hopefully someone took something from this. Hopefully it was relatable. Um, I mean, actually, I hope not too many of you go through this, but when I kind of spoke briefly about it on Instagram, I was surprised to hear that a lot of you do feel the same way. And it's something that nobody really talks about because it's obviously embarrassing and you feel crazy and you don't want to feel like a burden to anyone because I've definitely felt like a burden because all I do is complain and ask questions. And you know, half the time I'm like, they don't even want to answer the phone to me because I'm just going to go on about XYZ and I'm scared of this and I'm scared of that. And I mean, I was just about to end, but like, I feel like I want to circle back now. The craziest things can make you nervous. Like I used to, I actually like just recently got better with this, but I can't even believe believe I'm saying this, but there was like my my kitchen counter, I would clean it with a Clorox wipe and then whatever, hours later I'd be making food and if God forbid the food got off the cutting board or whatever onto the counter, nope, goes in the garbage because there's Clorox on that counter and if the Clorox got on the food and then I ate it, oh my God, I'm going to die because there is like chemicals on that and I'm so nervous and like stupid things I was just scared of like you know not washing my hands 700 times before I ate because god forbid there's germs here or there and I never even thought of anything like that like I would pick something up off the floor and eat it in the past like I don't even know I (laughs) my parents would joke like about how you know, we used to just like drink in the woods and, you know, find alcohol here or there. I have like, there's pictures of me from college drinking out of the mayor's cup from Wilkes. Like how many people drink out of that thing? Like not even just pre-COVID. I don't know when I got like germy like this, but I'm not as bad now, but I don't know. I freak myself out about stupidity. And at the end of the day, you need to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is this little thing worth worrying about? I have sent so many glasses back at restaurants because there was like little sticky something on it or this or that and I was freaked out because germs. I don't know. But regardless, this went on a germ tangent and I know we are in a pandemic so obviously like yeah, you want to do everything as cleanly as possible but I don't know. Uh, 
it just uses up a lot of energy and you have to think about what's worth putting your energy towards worrying or something that's going to better you so like I said, if you related to this, please let me know. Please reach out if you just want to talk about it because it's definitely something that not everyone goes through, but it is helpful if you have someone to relate to. So I hope you enjoyed this little solo episode this week and uh, we will hopefully be back with a guest for next week. So have a great one, guys. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you next time. Bye.